0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. If you can believe it, we're already on episode 99. Wild. Now, I am still just sitting here patiently waiting for people to write in with ideas for the 100th episode. It won't be recorded tomorrow night, but probably the night after, which, uh, you know, in Canada days will be the 15th of April. So if you have an idea... You have until the 15th of April, 2023, to get it in in time for the 100th episode. If there's multiple ideas, I'll just pick my favorite, and maybe I'll make the other ones another time. You can submit those ideas to dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. I promise not to spam you with anything. I'll probably just send you a reply. And now on to the episode. So once again, this is episode 99, and I think I'm going to call this one The Tiny Town Tree. So just lay back in those beds, get as comfy as you can, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Now, if you remember, back for, you know, the last few episodes, you and your friends have been going on some space adventures, but I think it's time for those to come to an end. You wake up inside the spaceship. You get up, stretch, you move your head left and right, and you take a big yawn. You head out of your spaceship bedroom and you head over to the cafeteria inside the ship. In the cafeteria you find all of your other friends already up and eating their favorite meals. Once again you get your favorite meal from the replicator. It tastes perfect by the way. Then you go and sit down at one of the big tables across from all of your friends. "'Um, I was thinking,' one of your friends said. "'I'm starting to get a little homesick, and I know there's, like, robots replacing us at home and everything, but I kind of want to be there myself,' your friend says. "'Eh, it probably is time to get back home. I haven't really been to school myself in a really long time. "'All right, spaceship?' Yes, says Spaceship. Set a course for home. Setting course for home, Spaceship replies. The ship stops in space, turns around, and then blasts back off at super hyperdrive. Before long, Spaceship alerts you that you're approaching Earth and you and your friends move towards the command center. You sit in the captain's chair and take the controls. The ship jumps out of super hyperdrive just in front of planet Earth. You take control and carefully fly the ship down towards the planet. You enter the atmosphere. You lower the ship below the clouds and you fly over the ocean and back towards the mainland. Soon, you see your country in the distance. And before long, you come back to the town or city where you live. Well, you say, it's the middle of the day, so we probably are supposed to be at school right now. Why don't we head straight there? Spaceship, turn this thing back into a bus. Understood, says spaceship. The spaceship begins to glow a bright yellow color, and it shrinks and changes shape until it's the size of a yellow school bus. You fly down towards the road and land perfectly on it. Once again, a fake holographic driver appears in the seat and looks very, very strange, smiling constantly and waving at everybody. The spaceship now in the shape of a bus, drives itself up to your school and into the school drop-off area. Alright everyone, it looks like it's recess time. We're all going to have to run out, find our clones quickly. Now if you want to download the memories from the clones, be sure to take the helmet out of the chest of the clone, put it on your head, and press the red button. You have a very limited time to do this because the clones will turn to goo soon after they see you. Once they're goo, nobody should be the wiser. What if somebody sees us? One of your friends asks. Oh, don't worry about it. When people see something that doesn't fit into their idea of what can really happen in the universe, they tend to just kind of ignore it and skip over those details. Oh, okay, says your friend. You all run out of the school bus and on to the schoolyard. You circle around the teachers, spinning them around and confusing them and making them a little bit dizzy. Then, you spot your clone. You run straight over to it. "Oh, hi," says your clone. "Welcome back. Would you like to download my memories?" the clone says. An opening on his chest appears, and you see a little helmet sitting inside. Eh, eh, why not, I guess. I probably shouldn't forget all this stuff I'm supposed to learn in school. You take out the helmet, put it on your head, and press the red button on it. Suddenly, a surge of memories shoots through your brain. You remember all of the conversations you've had in school the math and English you've been taught, the books you've read, the videos you've watched, and everything else that's happened to you over the past little while. When you're done, you open your eyes again and take off the helmet. Thanks, that was fun, your clone says before suddenly sparking and spurting and then melting into a big pile of goo. Inside the pile of goo, you see a magnifying glass. What's this? You think back and suddenly access one of the memories from the clone. You remember that you were sent outside with the magnifying glass to explore the world around you, and you're supposed to bring back something to class as part of a project. Well, I better get to it. You carefully pick up the magnifying glass, trying not to get any of the goo on you. You rub it off on the grass until all the goo is gone. Then you pick up the magnifying glass and you start to wander around the yard. You look at everything you can. You make the blades of grass really big. You check out leaves of trees and then you find a tree with an interesting hole inside it you look down inside the hole and it's pretty dark but the hole's gigantic you get out your magnifying glass and you have trouble seeing things spaceship you say does my watch have a flashlight or something of course it does says spaceship You see that spaceship has shrunk back down to the size of a toy spaceship and is floating right beside your head. You look deep into the hole, you reach up with your wrist, and you press a button on your watch that turns on a flashlight. As you look around inside the hole in the tree, you see something that you really didn't expect. There's some ants walking around inside, but stranger than that, it looks like something's riding on top of the ants. They look really small compared to the ants, but I mean, it almost looks like a person or something you realize. Spaceship, uh, do you know of any little people who ride around on ants i am unaware of any such creatures says spaceship well then i think we better check these out how much time do we have left at recess you have 10 minutes (sighs) that should be enough time spaceship i need you to shrink me down understood says spaceship Spaceship turns around so the back hatch is facing you. The hatch opens up and a little satellite looking thing pops up out of it. It glows a bright blue color and then zaps you with a strange feeling light that sends a strange vibration through your body. Suddenly, you start to feel like you're deflating. You get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until you're standing beside the magnifying glass and it looks absolutely gigantic as if it's a building or something. When you look up at the tree, it appears to be the size of a, well, frankly, it almost looks more like a world than it does a tree. You decide that you will probably need the help of your spacesuit to get around, so you press the other button on your watch, and your spacesuit folds out around your body. You then just think about flying, and automatically the jets on your feet and hands are activated, and you float up into the air. At this size, you can really start to feel the wind. You blast up towards the hole on the tree but the wind tries to push you aside and you have to fight against it. Before long you manage to get yourself towards the tree and you land on the edge of the big hole. At that point the wind pretty much stops. You look down inside turn on the flashlights on your helmet and then jump. You use your blasters to slowly lower yourself down to the floor. Spaceship shrinks himself down even more and follows beside you. When you arrive at the bottom of the inside of the tree, you look around and you see an entire city or town at least anyways. There's. A gigantic house in the middle of the tree and a whole bunch of other little houses surrounding it. This is really weird you say and then you realize there's a whole bunch of people staring at you. Whoa the people are about the same size as you and they look human other than they have little antennas and some characteristics that make them look a little bit like bugs. Many of them are riding on top of ants which look absolutely gigantic compared to them, almost as if they're riding something like a dinosaur or something similar in size anyways. At least comparatively speaking. Uh, hi, you say. I come in peace? "'Whose are you?" says one of them. "Uh, I'm just a kid. Don't worry about me. I just was looking through a magnifying glass and I saw your world and thought I had to check it out." hmm says one of the people. "We don't know if you should be here." Yous must come seize the leaders uh, okay I, I mean I'm not gonna fight you or anything so show me to your leader follows me, they say you follow the little tiny human and he leads you to the huge house in the center of the village The doors open, and inside is another tiny little human thing sitting on top of a chair. Whose is these? Asks the big, well, king or mayor of the village or whatever the thing is. Um, I'm just a visitor. I came to check out your world. I enjoy exploring, and it led me here. Hmm. Wees don't like the outsiders. Yous will have to prove yourselves, says the king. Uh, okay, I mean, I guess I can do that. What do I have to do to prove myself? "Hmm," says the king. He tilts his head up, starts stroking his chin. And thinking deeply. After a while he says, hmms, yous want to be like us, he says. I mean, I don't really want to be like you necessarily, you say, but I'd like to get along with you. I sees, says the king. Wells. If you want to get alongs with us, then you must be tested. There is a big bees that lives at the top of the trees. Wees have never tamed the bees. But if yous are able to tame the bees, then we will let you stays here says the king. Uh, I mean, I could just leave if you really want to, but I mean, if you need me to tame a bee, I'll go tame a bee, you say. Yes, youse must tame the bees if youse wants to stays here, says the king. You're not really sure why you'd want to do this, but you decide to just go along with it anyways. Point the way, you say. The king leads you outside and points up into the sky. High, high up above the sky, you see a beehive inside the tree with a whole bunch of bees flying around. Now, you use your helmet to zoom in on the bees and they too look absolutely gigantic from this size. Their stingers are bigger than your body Uh, okay, I guess I do have my space suit armor on anyway, so they probably can't hurt me. Eh, what could go wrong? You blast off using the blasters from your feet, and all of the people look shocked, as if you've performed some sort of feat of magic. You fly off up into the air and towards the beehive. When you get close to the beehive, you see a number of bees flying around. You fly after one of them that's going outside the tree. He flies through the hole and you fly after it. You try to match speed with it as it flies down towards a flower. And as it lands on the flower to begin pollinating it, you shut off your blasters And jump onto its back. Its back is actually really, well, silky feeling. It's much more comfortable than you'd think a bee would be. The bee immediately seems upset. It starts to fly up in the air and spin around in circles. You hold on to its fur, or, I mean, whatever it is that bees have. The bee keeps spinning around in circles going left and right up and down trying to throw you off but you hold on the best you can it starts flying rapidly around in circles and it feels like you're going really really fast when you're this size but you just keep holding on after a while of this you realize that the bee's not going to calm down what am I going to do and then you have an idea The control collar cannon, it's still built into your suit. You press a button on your arm and up pops a cannon. You point the cannon at the bee while you're holding on with your other hand as tightly as you can. I hope this works, you say. You squeeze your hand together and the cannon fires, shooting a control collar around the bee's neck. Or whatever the bee-neck equivalent would be, the bee suddenly stops spinning around in circles and hovers in the air. You grab onto the control collar, look down at the bee, and it looks back at you with its eyes as wide as they can go and a huge smile on its face. Okay, you give the bee a little kick with your feet and it starts to fly forward. When you pull it right, the bee flies to the right, left, and it flies to the left. Cool. You pull back on the bee and it flies up, and you push forward and it flies down. This is perfect. You fly the bee back towards the tree, through the hole, and down towards the people below. All of the people gather around, looking at you with their mouths wide open. Use, use, use! Really tames bees. I didn't think it possible. Maybe you are a good friend," says the king you are welcome years, times. the king says. Here's let me shows you to a guest house. Well, I can't really stay right now, actually. I have to get back to class, but I can come back tomorrow at recess. Wees don't knows what's as recess is, but see you tomorrow's, zen says the king okay see you tomorrow um can you keep the bee here you ask yes says the leader of the kingdom all right see you later you say you blast off with the blasters in your feet and shoot straight up through the hole in the tree you do a perfect front roll and then lower yourself back down to the ground spaceship make me bigger again. Spaceship shoots you once again with the bright blue light, and you feel the strange tinkling and vibrating sensation once again, and you start to grow and grow and grow until you're a regular size once again. You quickly look around, pick up the magnifying glass, and you see that everybody else is going inside from recess. You run after them to line up in the door just in time. When you get back into class and sit down at your desk you start to feel pretty sleepy it's been a long day changing into a tiny little human flying inside a tree as the teacher begins to talk you begin to drift off your eyes become heavy and you decide to just put your head down on the table for just just a second but it feels really really nice so you keep your eyes closed and you begin to imagine what it'll be like to hang out with the little people again riding around on a bee or an ant or anything else you can think of and as you do you gently drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone.